happy Father's Day to all my Be In Demand listeners who are dads either currently or going to be one in the future. On this special episode, I have brought together some of my favorite dad entrepreneurs, whether they're working for themselves, they're building corporations, you name it. I've just brought together a bunch of dads to actually share their advice and how being a dad and how being an entrepreneur has all just kind of blended and changed the way that they actually are dads. So enjoy the show. You're listening to Be In Demand the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. So thank you again. You know, my dad is very special to me. My dad worked, you know, for a company. And, you know, I just see that, you know, having been an entrepreneur for as long as I have, you know, it's actually allowed me the time to spend with my dad, Um, you know, having lunches, biking. If you follow me on social media, you see a lot of our biking expeditions. But the other thing that I see is the world of fatherhood is changing. And maybe it actually hasn't changed. It's just my naive um, opinion of this. But I just see more and more like some great information is out there. I know some dad, dads that are um, dad coaches, you know, dad programs that just are helping dads become the dads that they really want to be for their children and their families. So I hope that you enjoy this show. And I will be introducing each one just like I did for the Mother's Day. So enjoy the show. First up is Israel Smith. He is a well-being and emotional resilience coach. He works with the dads in business who are tired of feeling overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, depressed, wiped out, burnt out, tired of yelling at their kids or their partners. He helps them find peace in their day-to-day, putting strategies in place so that they can better manage their emotions and their temper and better manage their energy. In short, he helps dad be the best husband that they can be and be the dads that they always dreamed that they would be. So let's learn from Israel. So the question one, how has being a business owner impacted the way I parent or raise my children? In simple terms, Being a business owner has just given me a profound amount of freedom and it's actually hugely informed my parenting. Um, For starters, I've been so present with all of my, with both of my children as they've been in their early years through to their, well now my daughter's 15 and my son's nearly 11. So a lot of their life I've been very present and very involved. Um, I've had such flexibility to participate in school events. I've had so many opportunities to be there in ways that perhaps I didn't experience with my parents due to their own work or you know maybe other families may not have had the opportunity to. Another factor is that it's actually led me to do so much more personal development work than I ever really thought I would have been involved in because my business is literally a reflection of me and 
my ability to be the best business owner I can be has just gotten me searching internally so much more. So I've done so many more courses, I've listened to things, I've read things, I've really worked on myself to be a better business owner. And that by nature of it has actually helped me be a better parent as well. Um, let's see. Oh, the Another factor is that had I not been a business owner, I would never have made a full-time trip around Australia for two and a half years with my wife and children. I just don't think I would ever have been able to make that work if I was working full-time as an employee of somebody else. So it's just been, it's been the biggest gift. I've also been able to demonstrate the benefits of, I guess, what I call stick-to-itiveness, you know, the ability to uh, stick with something and pursue a dream and overcome all of the obstacles necessary to make that dream a reality. And it's shown my kids that we can actually enjoy any experience we want to if we set our mind to it and do the work. So all of these things have just come from my ability, or sorry, from my choice to be a business owner. So I love it. All right, question two, what advice would I give to a dad starting their own business today? The simplest advice I would offer is to ask for help early and often about anything that you are struggling with, personally, mentally, emotionally, skills within the business, there are so many experts in so many realms, so many coaches, so many incredible resources online. It's really, um, it's a very well-trodden path. And I would always recommend any new business owner ask for help early and often and learn from the experiences and the mistakes of others because it will shortcut your own experience as a business owner and help you get to the level of success you want so much more quickly. I looked at an enormous amount of coaching and courses in skills um, as I was building my own business and, and my own ability as a business owner in the early years and I still continue to do that. I would actually add a second part to that which is that it's important in my opinion to look at either coaching or courses or developing your own internal skills and compass and awareness, possibly even more importantly, actually, than core business skills like sales and marketing and technology and cash flow and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, in fact, at, at least I would say they are equally important. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, what lessons did I learn the hard way when I was starting out? Uh, cash flow and revenue is the lifeblood of business. That was a tough one to learn early on. I was so focused in my first business as a professional photographer, I was so focused on learning photography, working on my craft, working on the equipment that I had and all that kind of stuff that I neglected the part where you actually make money. And so neglecting cash flow and revenue as the lifeblood of a business is a really fatal mistake. If you don't have it or if it dries up, um, well, not fatal. You don't die from it. But what you do is you experience a far more challenging path to business success if you don't have cash flow and revenue and don't make that a priority early, early on. So that would be a lesson I learned the hard way <laughs> that I would absolutely wish no one else needed to learn the hard way the way I did. What's my best tip from a personal experience I went through? So about seven years into my business journey, I was diagnosed with depression and I completely blew out. I was not functioning anywhere near my best. It had a major financial implication and an operational implication in our business. 
in my family, in my own personal well-being. And although there were a number of factors that led into it, what really got me out of that and helped me recover over the course of nearly 12 months was to actually focus on and prioritize my own self-care, my sleep, my nutrition, my exercise, really looking after me and making sure physically, mentally, emotionally, I was the best version of myself, which then I could give to the business and to my family and show up as my best self. So the tip there that comes from that is to really prioritize self-care and make it non-negotiable basically immediately, like as soon as possible, because it will be a massive unlock to being your best in all areas of your life. If you really focus on and prioritize your own self-care and well-being, that will give so much to everything you do. And if I can throw in a bonus one there, the other thing I would say as a tip from my own personal experience is to make sure that you are chasing your dream, not somebody else's that you perhaps have inherited or um, unconsciously picked up. So, and, and check in with that regularly. So be really clear on whose dream is it that you're actually chasing. Is it yours? Are you actually working towards something you absolutely want for yourself, for your own reasons? Or has this come from somebody else without you realizing it? And check in regularly, every couple of months, every you know three to six months, just check in. Am I still on path here? Am I still working on what is going to make me happy and heading in the right direction for me, for my own priorities? Okay, finally, question five. Benefits to being... So what's a benefit to being a dad business owner that I didn't think I would have when I first started out? Whew, there's a lot. I would never have imagined I would have had the life experiences as a business owner that I've experienced as a result of being in business for myself for most of the last 16 or 17 years. I had no concept that I would be able to travel Australia for two and a half years full time. And that was literally a gift that my business gave to me. It gave my family and I the flexibility to travel and to experience so much of our amazing country of Australia. I would never have counted on having such freedom and independence and equally so many opportunities to learn and to grow myself internally and as a person. And I think what I didn't realize at the outset either was that being a successful business owner is really a masterclass in being adaptable to change and to learning to master the practice of moving through change because business always changes. Marketing always changes. Customers and what they want always changes. Each industry that we're on is just in a constant, sorry, each industry that we're in is in a constant state of flux and change. So when I was in photography, I trained and learned as a film-based photographer, and then within 12 months of starting my business, everything was digital. And that brought a whole new raft of challenges. And then as things progressed and continued, social media started coming up, and that became a part of our you know, marketing and promotion. And it's there's always something moving. So being a business owner, being a dad in business, learning to master the art of navigating change has been a huge piece. Next up is my friend, Matthew Bonadonna, and he is a partner and running several companies at the same time. 
He's a partner of edX Consulting Group and Cohesion Business Advisors, and they're all based in Dallas, Texas. Matthew practices, you know, in the wealth management and business consulting space. He believes that creating expansion for his clients and challenging their limiting beliefs will lead them to not only business success, but personal success as well. Let's learn from Matthew. I would say the biggest impact in the way that I parent and raise my children is letting my kids understand the power of being uncomfortable and doing what they want to do in life and not necessarily what people are going to tell them that they want to do in life. And I think as a business owner, you know, we really have to follow our intuition on a lot of decisions that we make and then just trust that those things are going to pan out for us in business. And I look at that as a definite big teaching lesson to my children. And I don't believe I would have that view if I was not a business owner and had to kind of live in uncomfortableness, um, you know, every single day. Um, now, if they're just starting a podcast, if a dad is out here and he's just starting a, a business, a podcast, a venture, whatever you want, Today, I would say the most important thing that I could do or advice I could give someone would be, you know, making sure that you're showing up in your personal life as much as you are in your business life. See, when you're a business owner, everything is on you a lot of times, and we tend to, we tend to table our relationships in our personal life so that we can have business success. So eventually that we lead to getting that free time and really time is time. So we need, uh, you need to be very mindful of segmenting here are blocks of time that is just meant for my children and my family. And here are the other blocks of time that I need to dedicate towards my business. A lesson that I had to learn the hard way starting out was exactly that. And that was time blocking or time management. In the first five years of my business, I was barely home. I worked, worked, worked. Even when I was home, my mind, it wasn't there all the time. It was always on a client or an employees or, you know, a project. And so a huge lesson that I had to learn the hard way was it is up to me to segment time to spend with my children and my family. And ultimately that gives me more power, more energy, more motivation to go out there and continue to build my businesses. So a tip from personal experience that I went through, and this is going to be off of the parent topic and more into business in general. And that is do not chase money. Do not pick up a client just because that client can pay you for your service. I have had to learn the hard way that not all clients are good clients and that I needed to focus on clients that allowed me to be in my genius. They allowed me to be the best that I could be and given me an opportunity to succeed relative to, hey, this is just a paycheck. Because what you're going to realize in business is that there are clients out there that there's nothing you're going to do to be able to satisfy them. No matter how hard you work, the expectations for most people is, I want you to do everything and pay you the littlest amount of money to do it. Um, and that's really just not a good place to start a business relationship. 
So that is definitely a lesson that I would say probably for 10 years, I didn't learn. And then now being more established in business, I only really work with clients I want to work with. I do, I do not take everybody. But I would say there's a, there's a lot of benefits to being a business owner. But the main benefit is that you have the ability to control you know, your time and what you want to do in your own life uh, with your children. So, you know, for the first five years, six years of my uh, son's life, it was always, I'll get to that. Uh, there's plenty of time. Uh, we'll take that trip later, you know, come up with the excuses, but that's exactly what it is. It's excuses. And so the biggest benefit to being a business owner is that you are in control of your schedule. Do not allow clients to, you know, dictate your schedule. Do not allow other business opportunities to dictate your schedule. Set it up your week. What time blocks are available for my children and nothing gets on that time block. And so that benefit of having the ability to do that. And as long as we imply action in the right direction to spending time with our children, that is probably the single biggest benefit, especially for children that are my kids age, which are six and three. So that time is critical. We don't realize as dads that we think we have all the time in the world. And the reality is you don't, you know, you have until about the age of 12. And just let's, let's go back and think about where we were at as teenagers. Did you want to hang out with your dad? Hell no, you didn't. Did you want to hang out with your parents or go to a movie, anything? No, you wanted to be with your friends. So really you have a very small block of time to really make an impact on your kid's life. So time blocking that personal time, again, would be, you know, a huge benefit because now as a business owner, you can do that. You're not on a nine to five. You don't have bosses to tell you what and when and where to be and to do. Next is my friend, Seth. He helps aspirational leaders discover powerful and inspirational leadership so that they can achieve fulfillment as a leader, find their joy and freedom, and create deeply connected teams that will grow their business. As you listen to his segment, you will also learn that he is a fire chief. So not only is he building a business, being a dad, running a family, he's also running a fire department. I'm grateful to have the opportunity to share a little bit of my story with your listeners and a happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there uh, listening. So how has being a business owner impacted the way that I raise my children? It might be easier to start with how it hasn't impacted the way I raise my children. Being a business owner and an entrepreneur provides opportunities that lots of parents don't get. And it also creates challenges that many parents never have to deal with. In the United States, our culture is set up around 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. So when that's not your schedule and that's not the way your life is structured, it creates a unique situation that you get to navigate. Also, I have a double whammy here because on top of being a business owner, I'm also a captain in the fire service, which is another unique schedule with unique challenges and unique rewards. But the benefits have always outweighed any disadvantages as far as I'm concerned. One of the most noticeable ways it has affected the way I raise my children has been my ability to be home with my kids as the care provider about two-thirds of the time. 
However, if I'm not careful, and I haven't always been careful, business can eat up all of my brain space and attention, and then I find myself being there without really being there. So, as with all lessons learned, when we know better, we do better. So nowadays, I strive to set good boundaries around business and work so that I can be present and not consumed by business to-dos. I also find myself encouraging our children to think outside of the box, to think in terms of seeing opportunity where other people see problems. If they can learn to see a need and find a way to meet that need for others with loving service, they will always have money. They will always have a means to to, uh, create a life for themselves. However, the most significant way that being a business owner has affected the way I raise my children has nothing to do with money or schedules or lifestyle. In an effort to become a more successful, more impactful business owner, I sought ways to grow my skills and abilities in business. And it didn't take long before I realized that to become a better business owner, I would have to change how I was showing up in my life. So as I went down the rabbit hole of business improvement, I find that rabbit hole involved self-improvement. And as I started working on self-improvement, my business path joined up with a spiritual path and I found my journey involved both together. Now, what does this have to do with how being a business owner has changed the way I parent? This has changed how I show up and who I choose to be in my life. I choose to be more present, engaged than I ever was before. I've come to know that my business is just another way to provide growth for others through my leadership and coaching with loving service and intuition. And that doesn't stop at work. That carries over into every part of my life. As a wise man once said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. I have made the choice to show up with loving service for my friends, my family, my employees, my students, and everyone I encounter in my life. The person that I am today for my teenagers is not the person that raised them as toddlers. And this couldn't have come at a better time. My shift in perspective has allowed me to create the safe space for them to grow and learn and become adults without judgment and ridicule the same way that I do for myself, my team, and any one of my students. At least that's the goal and that's what I'm working towards. I mean, we're all human, right? But it's already had such amazing results. If this was the only benefit of my business journey, the whole thing would still have been worth every minute I spent. And that is how being a business owner has changed the way I raise my children. Next is my friend, Luke Lehman, who is a decorated fighter pilot, serial entrepreneur, investor, and transformational coach. He's got decades of experience leading high performance teams and high growth organization. Luke has actually cracked the code on how to live with intentional alignment, enjoying all the best that life has to offer while sustaining and growing businesses across the globe. He has led multiple six and eight figure businesses, as well as leading the highest performing organizations in the United States Air Force. I started my entrepreneurial journey a long time ago. Probably 14 years old is the first time that I thought about the idea of exchanging my time or energy for money. As I drug my lawnmower around the streets of Burlington, North Carolina, I was so excited to get $20 for an hour's worth of labor. And frankly, at 14 years old, 
if I could work for the afternoon and make $100, I didn't actually know where I was going to spend all that money. Now, fast forward almost another 25 years into the entrepreneurial journey, and I realized that many of the same principles that were embedded in me as a young youth are still embedded in me as an entrepreneur, business owner, father, and the ways that I act, the ways that I interact with the people around me are so intertwined and so connected. What I didn't realize in my youth, or even in the early stages of business, was just how much my business reflected me as an individual. When things were going right in the business, they were often because they were going right in my life, not the other way around. You see, in the beginning, I thought that the things that happened in the business, the profitability, the growth, hiring employees, new customers, would make me happy. And I tied that benefit of my life to the success of my business. But what I got really wrong was that the business was just a reflection of me. The business showed me the things that were happening in my life. When I was healthy, when I was at peace, when my marriage was healthy, when my family was healthy, when my children were healthy, both in mind, body, and spirit, my business was healthy because I was able to put the appropriate amount of energy into it. So what does it look like to be a business owner here in America today as a father? Understanding that everything is connected, your values, your ways of being, your patience are all connected to the business that you operate on a daily basis. But what does that look like? If I could go back in time and give myself one piece of advice, it would be very specifically, be aware of your own health and well-being first. As an early entrepreneur, I found that I didn't actually eat healthy. I drank too much caffeine. I would skip a workout. And what that looked like was more weight, more stress, less free time. My advice to myself would just to be the healthiest version of myself. The second piece of advice would be to build his team as quick as possible. I thought for some reason that I couldn't delegate, that I was the one that was uniquely capable of doing the things in my business that I was doing. Boy, was I wrong. If I would have delegated sooner, I likely would have grown the business sooner. And here's what people get wrong. They think that the first person that you need to hire in the business is the next executive. So you're the CEO, but only by name and title, realistically. The last thing that your business needs is another executive. What they need is a team of individuals who can augment the capabilities and skill sets that you already have and take on the things that you're not good at. Here was the tragic flaw. When I thought about what it was going to take to hire someone, I thought about it as $100,000. And I said, I didn't have $100,000 to hire the next individual. But even if you were going to hire an individual at that caliber, you're not going to pay them $100,000 tomorrow. You're only going to pay that divided by 52 weeks. It's amazing the amount of things that can get done in America by technicians and skilled laborers who can augment your own well-being for $15 an hour. Just think about the things that you can delegate that are going to increase your quality of life. So step one, be aware of your own health first. Step two, build a team as quick as possible. And then step three, realize the phase of growth or the phase of business ownership that you're in. Phase one is the startup phase. 
I understand those are 50 and 60 hour weeks, but they have to give way quickly to the growth phase characterized by building teams and systems and processes, new customers, new revenue. And finally, the sustainment phase, when your sales and marketing, your operations and your finance are all aligned and are all congruent with each other. And lastly, the exit could be selling your business. It could be creating a lifestyle business. It's going to give you the free time to do the things that you want. But once you can work yourself out of the business where it no longer needs you on a daily basis, your life will be happier and your business will continue to grow. And that's the true freedom of being an entrepreneur. If I could go back and do it again, I would create boundaries. I would know when enough is enough. What that looks like for most young entrepreneurs is it's at the beginning of a day They start the day with emails. At the end of the day, they're on their phone at the dinner table. The questions are asked and they're ignored. That became extremely apparent for me as I was riding down the road one day and my three-year-old said, Dad, I'd like an answer to that. And I had to get real honest with myself because I had no clue of what he had just asked. I was so far gone in my own head I was not present in the vehicle. Sure, I was safely driving it, I think, but I certainly wasn't listening to the surroundings that were around me and certainly not giving my son the credence that he needed. I had someone once ask me when I was younger, what do you fear, Luke? My answer was, I fear nothing. I'm a fighter pilot. And what their reflection to me was, you project upon others the things that you fear most in life. And it took me quite a bit of time to unpack that and to have an understanding of what that meant and how it was reflected in my own leadership and my own life. There are two things that entrepreneurs fear the most. It's a fear of inadequacy and a fear of judgment. Once you can get clear with yourself, which one or both may be present, you can begin to give a name to it and you can begin to call it out. For me, that was a fear of inadequacy. It was manifested in the way that I interfaced and interacted with my children. My absence was a reflection of my own fear of inadequacy, that if I didn't put enough thought into my business, if I didn't think critically or strategically about my business, that it would fail. And that what would happen then? People would judge me. People would say, Luke, You weren't capable of running a business or growing a business. It couldn't be further from the truth. And here's the next piece of it that's so important to know as a business owner. You are your own worst enemy. And that's a dual-edged sword. You're likely your worst critic. You're the person who judges yourself the most. But the other side of the sword is that if you can be your own worst critic... You can also be your own best advocate. You can be the cheerleader. You can give yourself the same grace that you would like to have given to your employees or to your spouse or to your children. You're it. It's lonely at the top. Once you're the entrepreneur, all the weight of the world is on your shoulders to care for those young children, to be the spouse that you want to be. But frankly, it's easy. You just have to give yourself the grace. Next is my friend and former private client, 
Larry Colby, who is a number one Amazon best-selling thriller author known for several books and actually he's creating series of books. He's also a former Marine Corps attack pilot and Air Force tactical pilot. He has worked and flown all over the globe. He's the author of The Devil Dragon Pilot, The Devil Scorpion Pilot, and his latest military thriller, The Buffalo Pilot. He's currently working on his latest book titled Objective Area, the Pentagon Thriller Series, Book One. So enjoy this segment with Larry. How has being a business owner impacted the way you parent or raise your children? Boy, I'd say uh, a few things come to mind. Number one is a sense of responsibility. Number two is time management. And I'd say number three is probably personal finance. Uh, but I'll start with time management first. It's uh, my ability to relate to the children what's important in life. And sometimes it's not necessarily business, but it's putting in priority order things that are important to me and to us as a family, of which family comes first and writing my books comes second. But I try to work in a whole family event. A lot of times ideas do come from the kids. They come from family trips. And in my first book, The Double Dragon Pilot, uh, my youngest son actually wrote the ending. And so I try to work them in to uh, the theme of priorities. Regarding money management or finance, I think it's important to get the children involved in the basics of personal finance for business. Uh, they learn a sense of responsibility and when they were younger, how to count money, but that it's important that you pay people on time and that you receive money in a proper time limit. Uh, and then certainly how to be responsible, uh, really limiting the credit cards, and really working towards uh, not having any debt. And I know that investments would be a separate conversation, but uh, I'm an investor and it's important that kids know the true realities of how to invest in stocks, bonds, real estate, uh, and what to steer away from. All those impact uh, the way I parent based upon being a small business owner. Your second question is, what advice would you give a dad starting their own business today? Well, the advice I would give is to load up on books. I kind of geek out with books. Uh, I am probably 75 books a year, and I take advantage of the library system, uh, specifically downloading books onto my Kindle. And then I'd say that I'm probably uh, an avid reader from Barnes and Noble and Amazon. I have the books shipped right to the house and I do a deep dive into business books. You can never learn, stop learning. You can never learn too much. And there are a ton of books on how to learn from other people's mistakes. And it's super important to learn that so that you don't have to make them yourself. And if you do, that's okay. But that's why the books are there. 
What lesson did you learn the hard way when you were starting out? Oh boy. Uh, in writing, I'd say to, for me to get an editor early on. I was late to the game. I've made some tremendous mistakes. And it would be to get an editor on, go through the writing process with me. Uh, so that way I could change the story earlier rather than later. And um, that's not necessarily related to business, though, Lorianne, but I think that that's my answer. Next question is, what's your best tip from a personal experience you went through? Boy, it's to never give up. If you can't find a way you make one, I can't begin to tell you how many mistakes I've made, how many times I've failed, and uh, you just keep getting up and keep trucking on. Uh, I don't accept no for an answer, and if I have an obstacle, I'll go around it. And I think that's from my Marine Corps and Air Force aviation background. I'd say it's also attributable to my parents, but uh, I won't accept no for an answer, and I'll just keep on trying until I get it done. I won't give pain a voice, and I won't listen to others who say that I can't do something. And uh, there's been a lot of that. There's a lot of no's out there, and I know that your audience can uh, find a way to make it happen. Your last question, Lorianne, what's a benefit to being a dad business owner that you think you'd have when you started? Boy, that the kids can help out. And uh, we have two boys, and I'm able to find different things for them to do in the business whether it's on the accounting finance side, it's the marketing side. Um, I think that it is spending time with them at a book signing, which uh, I've been very lucky to do at Barnes and Nobles uh, in Northern Virginia. Uh, I've done book signings up in the Boston area. Uh, I've been able to take them to the uh, Smithsonian Institution Air and Space Museum book signings. And so I think those are benefits to being a, a business owner as a writer where the children can come with me and have their experience together. And last but not least is my friend Dev Gordon of ProfitableRelationships.com where he helps consultants use backward networking to reach their ideal clients consistently. You know, experienced consultants know that the best clients come from referrals and relationships, but referrals are unpredictable and relationships take a lot of time. Instead, Dove helps you become an under the radar leader in your industry, but gets better because Dove actually shows you how to leverage the relationship marketing you've been doing for free into a six figure revenue stream. When you choose to start a family, you, you have to make time for them. You know, you have to realize, you know, kids need time and um, they need attention and it means a lot. And as much as we're, you know, out here to make a difference and to help our clients, which we, we of course are, um, to make money for the kids, for the family, which of course we are, it's tricky sometimes to remember that perhaps more than anything, they need our presence. They need our time. And when you run your own business, that, um, that could be difficult. You know, on the one hand, like I said, 
you have the flexibility, it's easy. On the other hand, you could be drawn in and, it, and the work never ends. In that sense, it's hard. I remember many years ago, I realized that I was out late, you know, many days, many nights. And I just decided that I needed a better schedule. And I just decided that, okay, uh, these days of the week, we're going to have family supper together and uh, coordinated with my wife, of course. And, and we've been doing that for well over 10 years. I don't remember when we started, but it, it could be 12, 13, 14 years. Because I realized that I was just getting caught up in the never-ending work. The work never ends. And um, I'm the one who does most of it. I run a little business. I'm personally not interested in scaling to a larger company. You know, I've got a, a small team, very small, a couple of people. I don't want more. So I have the, the flexibility of designing the business that I want and then working on it. But of course, it also has its demands. I have to do what it requires of me. As a father, you want to be a good role model for your kids. There's always the, the need to, to be better. You know? and, and what I've discovered in life is that there are three primary roles that I have in life. And each one challenges me and therefore gives me opportunities to grow in different ways. And that is as a, uh, a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a husband, as a father. And, you know, that's not necessarily the order, but um, those are all three critical roles. And they each give me a chance to become more and uh, better, more of who I'm capable of becoming. And by doing well in any one of those categories, it definitely influences the others. And when my children see that I'm working on improving. Um, I hope I hope that that serves as a, as a model in some way. So um, uh, I, I think that one of the most important lessons that we can teach our children is that there is no perfect. We're never done. We're all always working on ourselves. We all make mistakes, and we got to keep. You know, you fall down, get back up, get back up, and use your time on important things. Don't just let time slip away. Um, make, make the time count, whatever it is that you're working, working on. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.